They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that's never rewritten science. But we always pay attention to it, especially when it comes to pandemics. This is Hysteria 51. Pandemic is my favorite season of the year. Followed by summer. You are a horrible creation, and I apologize to the world for the fact that you exist. <laughs> That's cute. Quoting your dad again? Or was that John's dad? Hard to tell the difference since they're both dead. <laughs> oh, Brent. He seems extra feisty lately. I guess that might be the way to say it. Any thoughts on that? You no, know, I, I noticed too, but I, I checked all the settings and nothing's out of the ordinary or... Well, at least no more out of the ordinary than the normal. The normal, yeah. If that makes any sense. It's my new thing, angry rhetoric. Pretty sure this is how you get elected to be president. I'm really not sure that that's... Wrong. I mean, I didn't say that... Wrong. That it, Wrong. You're not even letting me... You're it, obviously not picking up what I'm putting down. Let me say it like one of my favorite meat sacks. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Anyway, as I was saying before, I was so rudely and incorrectly interrupted. There are a few good ways to get elected. I'm already a science denier, so that box is checked. The next step is to lash out at everyone with angry rhetoric, which I'm doing here. The final step will be to grab them by Enough. the... Enough. <laughs> Enough. Uh, yeah, other than saying ghastly things to John and I, how... Are you going to get your hate-filled message to the masses? Dare I ask. So glad you asked. I put together a campaign TV commercial. Want to see? Good. Kyle, play my new spot for them. Getting VHS now. Now, now. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Cheese muffins. Is this a beta? Just hit play. I will, will, will when I find it. While Kyle looks for the play button... Uh, in case you're new to the show, The Idiot Running for Office is my sad creation conspiracy bot. He's supposed to produce the show, said he drinks too much, and apparently runs for office, or at least he keeps claiming uh, that he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess anyone is running for office if they say, write me in. Uh, uh, him and Kanye in most states. Anyway. Uh, and I hear they're neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> The other idiot with a penchant for uh, cheesy carbs is Kyle. Seabot made him in an effort to be even lazier. The good news here, though, is that Kyle annoys Seabot almost as much as he annoys the rest of us. Thanks, thanks, John. You're sweet. Okay, here's the cheese muffins. I mean commercial. Are you tired of being told to breathe? Finally tired of that oxygen habit you've been dealing with? Well, my name is Conspiracy Bot and under my administration no one will tell you what and how to breathe, 
Screw these supposed doctors and scientists that preach about your body's need for air. And don't get me started on the lava deniers. For those wondering, yes, you should be eating more lava. The truth is you're all useless ass clowns, but at minimum if you vote for me you'll have done one good thing in your pathetic existence. Vote Seabot in 2020. My name is Conspiracy Bot and I approve this message. Also, don't stop reading or starting drinking lava until after you vote for me. Ta-da! Before I even respond to that, how do you plan on distributing your <laughs> campaign material? Kyle says he has it all under control. Uh, okay, and Kyle, what is what is your plan? You see, John, the internet is a series of tubes and wires. <laughs> I think we're in good hands here. Brent, <laughs> on with the show? Yeah, we have a show that uh, is kind of, I don't know, exciting. Because there is a, a newer podcast, I guess we should say, called the Pick Me Podcast. And they picked us, John, the the host, TJ Withington. So, so now hold on a second. It's called the Pick Me Podcast. Yeah. They, yeah. And you said they, they that, that TJ picked us. Well, he picked us. Uh, yeah. For what? Exactly. I, I need to know before I before <laughs> so I So he picked uh, us get, as a show he, that he liked. And the Pick Me Podcast is he oh, does really? a review about a show, then says, hey, Please pick me to be a guest on your show. <laughs> so it's like pandering at the 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 highest level, the lowest level. I don't know how that word like, you know, you know factors out. Can you argue with success? If, I mean, if, if, if I mean, think about it. If the goal is to get on the show in question, here he sits, and it only cost him two hundred and seventy four dollars Canadian. So I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I have been a fan for a while, which is why I picked you. You can't fault a guy for having good taste. That's what I always say. <laughs> Brent, is this the part where we're not supposed to mention that he was actually a $30 contributor on Patreon, and since I wouldn't let him sniff me, you had to let him on the show? We don't even talk about that. You, you, every I was time you very say, disappointed, maybe. <laughs> every time you bring up uh, being sniffed, John, people get very upset. So we don't, we don't talk about it's the true. dark times. We have upset listeners about this. <laughs> I, should, I should move on. Uh, so, TJ, thank you so much for coming. And actually, what I had done is I said, well, you know, I, I really enjoy the show. We'd love to have you on. Do you have some topic suggestions? And he threw a couple out and he threw one that um, <laughs> it's an interesting one. And it, it rings a bell with me because it puts me into the same headspace as the flat earth. So when I thought I when I saw this one, I'm like, let's do that one because it's 100% true. Uh, we're going to lay out for you guys. And that was the, one of its topics. The one we're talking about is the Electric Universe Theory, the Thunderbolts Project. If if you like to support their Patreon, $1,900 a month they get off that fucking thing. I just want to throw that really? out for you. Yes. Wow. The, well, that's at the... The, the last one when I look, so it might be more, it might be less. I don't know, but that was one of the factors I was throwing out. They are up to $2,520 a month. Brent, now. we really got to start a cult or something. <laughs> I, am, I am trying. It. <laughs> it's true. I, I believe that one. A, if you need a treasure for that cult, I am available. Oh, by the way, TJ, we still need your measurements for your robe. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Hey, okay, so uh, the one thing I'll say about, about the topic before we get into the topic I, I would love to eventually do a round table like we did with the flat earthers, but with, with what do you, what do you call the believers of this? I don't even know the, the electric universers. Um, I, I, I don't even know. Thunderdolts. The thunderdolts. Get it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the fact that there's enough people willing to shell out up to $1,900 a month for these guys to study it, I mean, that's that blew my mind. I thought this was like out there. So, so yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But the, the point I'll make is after watching, I mean, ones of, of YouTube videos, maybe not twos, um, the, I, I would have a harder time, a little bit of a harder time with a, with a, with a, uh, electric universer round table in that the proponents of it use a lot more scientific jargon that sounds realish. Like it is pretty damn easy to have about a third grade level scientific education and argue pretty well with a flat earther. Yeah. 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 Uh, these like, guys, some not... of them actually have backgrounds in science before. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like, like real I, I feel... physicists. Well, yeah. And well, so they were, I, well, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. Real. I mean, the back of a comic book will make you almost anything. If you pay enough before we give too many of the, the, the details out, let's start with a quote. I think that's a good all right. Start. All right. All right. From the smallest particle to the largest galactic formation, a web of electrical circuitry connects and unifies all of nature, organizing galaxies, energizing stars, giving birth to planets, and, on our own world, controlling weather and animating biological organisms. There is no isolated islands in an electric universe. That is taken from the book Thunderbolts of the Gods, and that's a big one in this world. I know what you guys are thinking. What the hell does that mean? Because that's a lot of jargon. So <laughs> no, I was thinking I didn't know Eric Von Daniken wrote a, uh, a a sequel to Chariots of the Gods hey, called Thunderbolts of the Gods. He waved at us every time he saw us last year. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a Sitchin guy myself. <laughs> yes, there you go. Well, you know, anti-Semitic. Yeah, well, know, but uh, he waved at me and, you know, he's a big deal. People know his name. <laughs> I like Zachariah Sitchin because that is actually a name that sounds like it would be the leader of a cult. So that, well, that's true. That's true. So what the hell does this mean, though, for real, though? The idea of the EU, the Electric Universe, or the Thunderbolt Project, which is one of the things that they, they undertake, it, uh, depending on... And it's very important. They use different names depending on which sweet ass website you're frequent frequenting at the time. And it's sweet the, the, websites. The, the idea is that conventional astronomy gives a distorted view of the universe. And by distorted, it's just flat out wrong. They were trying. They just weren't very good at it. They say that modern vision evokes a sense of lonely bodies in space. All this vastness of space galaxies and stars and shit all isolated like uh like john at a sadie hawkins day dance no one gets that dated ass joke that might be true do they still do i shit? don't i like i don't even feel insulted because i don't understand <laughs> it <laughs> well of course you don't you're not you're you're used to not being picked by men or women so that makes sense to me i don't know <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. he gets mm. picked by robots though right <laughs> well <laughs> picked off like a sniper yes yes yeah. <laughs> jokes aside Nay, they say about the lonely shit in the cosmos is not true. It's electric, they tells you. That's all that dun, it dun, is. Dun, 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 you dun, see, dun, 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 this electrical force influences matter at all levels, from subatomic particles to galactic clusters, leaving little room for the disconnected fragments of the modern theory, like this, this whole, we're an expanding universe just moving out from each other because of gravity. What I'm saying, though, is you're thinking, what? That's right, kids. It's another everything you know is wrong episode. Every bit of fucking science that you've learned 
it's wrong. We need an everything you know is wrong button. I think we do, because a lot of these topics really kind of fucking dive into that area. There's a thread behind this, though, that you've seen in other things. I mean, if everything's connected electric universe, that sounds very mystic. And we've, you know, new age people have been saying for decades that, you know, we're all connected. We're all part of one. Right. And a big thing about this is, and we're going to get into this, too, is this kind of goes into a lot of the woo-woo mythology and mysticism and things like that. I'm sure a lot of the denizens of the Electric Universe have indigo children. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> the only member of the Electric Universe that I believe in is the Electric Sasquatch. That's true. We're just lucky that he lives here. He suffers. So, uh, but here's the, here, the... Now, okay, jokes aside, one quick thing, dear listener. When we talk about the Electric Universe and the believers in the, the Electric Universe and we compare them to flat earthers, it's for a lot of reasons, but one of those reasons is not the belief that space is fake and that you know we're all under a firmament and the sun is a big GE light bulb. Oh, yeah, they believe that is in the, all one space. Of their main things, it's though. all space. It's, yeah, but they do think the sun's a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> They're not saying that, like, the universe as we know it doesn't exist. They're saying the forces behind said universe as we know it don't work the way we think they work. Yeah, so they have a lot of things that tie into one another, and they have a lot of things that go against one another. So, yeah, they they are very much different. But I just want to be clear, like yeah. it's not like they're 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 giving this distorted view of of temporal space time. The thing that I'm <laughs> I, I was saying I think is that the reason it's very similar to flat Earth is they use science that doesn't work and jargon to explain away things that have been proven just so that it fits their model. Oh, I completely agree with the comparison. I 100% agree. I think it's a great comparison. And it's no, one and that I, I do think it's a good thing to, to break it down a little bit, though, because, but like, yeah. Just wanted to be clear that I, I, it's like they're crazy. They're just not like the chicken the hand that rocks the cradle crazy <laughs> it's crazy light yeah, like diet yeah. crazy right diet crazy there let's break this down a little bit so it's less out there she so can at least understand the things that's going on so the basic idea is that much of the astronomical phenomena observed in the universe is driven by electrical interactions rather than gravitational ones so gravity is fake just like the flat earth idiots said well, no, they don't, they don't think gravity's fake. They just don't think that it has it doesn't have the same role that we're told it does, I guess. And this is one of the parts in my opinion that I think they get people on board with it cuz this almost kind of makes sense because one of the actual, you know, real scientific mysteries uh, about the universe is why gravity is actually such a weak force uh, but at the same time is responsible for bringing planets together and all that mm. so you know it's how i think one of the ways they get people into this is because we already there's already things that we haven't quote necessarily proven about gravity for instance we haven't found gravitons yet and gravitons and dark matter were really like they were postulated in order to explain mathematical discrepancies. Yeah, it's, it's fill in the blanks. It's back when they taught you remainders when dividing things. Well, I thought I thought we didn't need to find and this is not, I'm not making a joke this time. I thought we didn't need to find gravitons because we 
they did discover the existence of gravitational waves. That, and they actually, they just discovered the existence of gra- gravitational waves within the last year. Um, science, or I'm sorry, math had pointed to it, and science, of course, but they didn't know. They just picked them up for the first time. So, yeah. Don't you know that that discovery was just another creation by NASA to prove these guys wrong and to shame them? I mean, come on. We were told that on this show by Flat Earthers. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm a shill. Oh, John, did you get your shill check this month? I don't know if you got yours. Mine. Was oh, late. I did. I'm drinking the fine wine <laughs> yeah. tonight. Uh, m- not Mad Dog 2020. Mojin David. Mogan David. Mogan. Mogan. I can't even. I can't even say the right name correctly. Mogan David. <laughs> so Mogan <sighs> David makes a fine line of wines that aren't Mad Dog. For the record. Oh, Concord <laughs> grape wine. Mm. Just saying Mad Dog gives me bad memories. <laughs> well, or at least you have the memories. I, the, the, the big thing, though, and the, the thing that is very similar with them is everything modern science has determined about the universe, they look at that as pseudoscience, and they look at the, the EU people, the Electric Universe, um, think that they have determined what's really going on. Now, that's lumping in a lot of different theories that they have, but one popular one and were our quote that, that came from that book, Thunderbolts of the Gods, that's where we get a lot of this week's research from. I, that's where I, I took a lot from. And because it's kind of like the unified thinking, there are, of course, just like any other uh, science, pseudoscience, anything out there, there's a lot of different people doing it with a lot of different opinions. So we're just going to focus on one. But pre-Thunderbolts project, pre-that book, uh, Thunderbolts of the Gods, there was a guy whose name I'm going to fuck up, Manuel, or Emmanuel. I believe it's Velikovsky, but a couple times I've seen dots over the eyes. So Velikovsky is what it looks like. And when I played videos, they said it like three different ways. So I think it's a choose-your-own-adventure name. Anyway, he died in 1979. (laughs) That was a good year. He's the daddy, so to speak, of of the modern day thinking of Electric Universe, or at least he was an outspoken early adopter of Electric Universe ideas, seeing them as a possible mechanism to explain his hypothesis of a violent rearranging of the solar system, he called it, as recently as a few thousand years ago, and that, that recent uh, rearranging is something that is going to pop up a lot because some of the people that latch on to this are young earth creationists and things like that. Mm-hmm. The the part that um, hmm. you mentioned, they believe in gravity, but they only kind of sort of believe in it. They don't believe that gravity is the force in the universe that does what we say it does. Right. Like, so for instance, when you think about the sun, why does the, why is the sun on right now? Well, the sun's on right now because it's one big nuclear fusion but they don't believe that at all they have their no, own no 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 of course version. they don't uh, and and the only way that that's possible is gravity you know uh, if gravity it, it, they don't believe enough in gravity to say that it fuels things like the sun or a black hole or anything well like they don't that. believe that black holes exist um but not because of the gravity it's they believe that the sun is a giant neon light think of it that way Okay, and it has the gases. So what we don't understand is there's all this electricity through the universe, and that's what's fueling these things. Gravity just so happens to be there, but it's not having the effects with mathematicians and scientists just use gravity because they don't actually understand what they're doing. And we're I'm going to get into all this. We're going to explain that. That's all coming up. But this guy, Emmanuel, he has 
he had put all these thoughts out there. He also believed the Earth had previously been a satellite of Saturn and was blown out. It was birthed by Saturn and then blown out to where we are. And his, Why do so many of these series come uh, theories come back to Saturn? Because it is in mythology. A lot of it had to do with Saturn, and they just work all these things into it. You know, it's the the mother, the father, the things like that. His work, though, fed into the accepted current eu thinking or dogma or whatever you want to call it and that book i mentioned again the thunderbolts of the gods it was written by a couple big wigs in the eu wallace thornhill and david talbot and we don't mean the european union uh we mean right. the electric universe <laughs> well i mean i don't know i don't want to put words in there you know <laughs> i mean thornhill's australian so he probably wouldn't be all down for the eu yeah no, 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 stop it right now australia does not exist <laughs> <laughs> it fell off the flat earth a long time ago yep yep see there's no gravity as we're talking about <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's they, just dangling these two cats they were staunch supporters of his Emmanuel's ideas and they pushed the ideas they really pushed them to relying on mythology not science that was their big thing now tj before we move along and we're gonna go to break we're gonna break this down even more but before we go to break like i said you pick this what drew you to it? Was there a big thing? Like, have you had experience with it? Or is it just something that you saw that that was crazy? Or what was the draw? I've always been kind of into conspiracies and out there thinking. And I was turned on to Sitchin a long time ago. Oh, so I've, I've always seen him. been. Not? I didn't even know. <laughs> well, his work. I was turned on to his work. <laughs> and uh, I. Uh, I've always been on the lookout for these fringe theories that have to do with space because space fascinates me. And realistically, it is the one thing that we know the least about. There's a lot of theories. There's a lot of speculation. Obviously, you've never met a woman, but keep going. Shots fired. <laughs> but uh, so I've always been on the lookout for things like that. And it, in 2009, I heard of their first book, just simply The Electric Universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got that and I read it and there was like, and here's a problem with this theory. There is meat in it that I can sink my teeth into, but there is like, it's wrapped up in so much extra crazy yeah. that it's like, I think the crazy distracts from what could possibly be true. The in thing the that I found interesting and in the, so there's a lot of blogs that I found from actual physicists and scientists and astrophysicists and things. And they go, they are so close to having thoughts because they use some points that are true. Then they just make shit up, but it's hard for yeah. someone without a background in cosmology to really be able to break down some of the things. So I liked a lot of blogs cause they're like, that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? That's what we're here to do. And, and, right. and we'll get into those a little bit more after the break and things like that. But it is an interesting thing to say. It's one of those things where people that do have um, educations and things, a lot of them fall into these traps for one reason or another. Right. And if I may say one hot take before we go to break, Brent, what ruined this theory was including Dave Talbot's thoughts and research. Oh, yeah. That's just my hot take. Ooh, hot take button. <laughs> well, we're going to break those down a little bit more after the break. We're going to try to wrap our brains around the electric universe theory. And every time I think of electric universe, I think it's like a Muppets band. But that's, that's coming up <laughs> on Hysteria 51. 
I'm going to continue to drink some of my shell wine. It tastes like regular wine, but it's got more fluoride in it. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know? It, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network, And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com 
slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Chill wine now gets you 20% drunker. <laughs> Stop using that term. I'm going to buy the domain right now. <laughs> he's he's also getting the shakes just because we're talking about it. So I think the best way to start when we come back is some of the basic principles that people in the electric universe thought process believe in. So I want to break down some of those for you. The basic, the basic is cosmic magnetic fields interact with interstellar plasma to drive astrophysical processes. That's what they, that's the heart of their thing. That's the thesis. Everything is a big electromagnetic out there and plasma uh, could you fills could everything. you uh define that term for us quickly Brian? yeah real quick it's all the shit that people make up to try to make a buck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i should crank out some that <laughs> uh, which is actually one of my favorite uh, flavors of shill wine <laughs> so gravity and gravitational forces on the other hand like we've been taught like they teach for a very long time, its interactions play negligible roles in the universe. It does exist, but it doesn't overcome these electrical forces that are actually propelling the things. So my first question for the electric universers out there, um, because I like from what I read and, and saw Brent, I agree. Like, yeah, they're saying it exists, but it doesn't really play a big force. How is it that every time we've launched something into space or every time we've done pretty much fucking anything with Newton's laws, it's worked? Because we, it does exist, and especially when you're in these planes that are the Earth, when you get out into the... Right. But they're saying the forces aren't as strong as we believe they are. Strong, like they, no, they I, are str- I think strong is, like, it's still the same thing. Strong is in, like, it's not propelling the the um planets away from one another because it can't because electricity in is stronger out there i think the problem is you're looking for rationale and it doesn't exist well that's that's my point though like literally you you can't have it both ways either either a a force is is the reason that something happens or it isn't right f equals ma baby f equals ma yeah, F equal, exactly. It, that's exactly right. F equals ma, or or even uh, Newton's gravitational constant. You know, um, what is it? Uh, four uh, equals mass one plus mass two over radius, or something like that. That for uh, g equals mass one over ma- uh, constant times mass one. You're just mass two you're just rambling. <laughs> We've lost. Our- no, I'm pretty sure that's that's the gravitational constant. But my point is, either those things work or they don't. Contradicting theories. have never kept a book from selling that's exactly true and they say that the understanding is all of our math is flawed and we we as in you know everyone that does it just holds on to these thoughts from einstein about the two types of relativity and they are just flawed and there's the problem going from this instead of the the accepted model of the universe they branch out into lots of different claims i think that's the important thing to go down 
And buckle up because there's some strong claims. And John, I'm sure you're not going to like any of them because you're not <laughs> supposed to. I'm about to get angry, I think. Neither dark matter nor dark energy exists. That's why we can't find it. It only exists because of the flawed math that we put out. We, again, that's the proverbial we, and that says it should be there. And that is because we don't understand that electricity is what is shaping everything. Obviously, they've never read the Dragonlance series of books. <laughs> the, magician, the dark magician Raceland. I'm just saying that's dark energy doesn't exist. Touche. There's your proof. <laughs> Black holes don't exist, and all that math, again, is false, period. Oh, and sorry, the Big Bang never happened. Good. I hated that show. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, this is the first time in a while I agree with Seabot. That was an yeah. awful fucking show. Yeah, it should have been canceled after the first season. So here we go. Galaxies are formed by kinks in cosmic magnetic fields. They begin as electric quasars, which then expand into modern galaxies. Figure that one out. Stars are, and here, here's what you're talking about. And when you say, though, they don't believe that here, here, here's how this goes. Stars are electrically charged masses formed within galactic plasmas. They're not heated by nuclear fusion within their core, but rather by a flow of plasma. Think of a fluorescent light. That's all. You might is. as well have just said they were created by Galactus. Well, so next, I up, believe Galactus I would be quicker to gave believe birth that. to every. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of giving birth, though, stars give birth electrically to companion stars and gas giant planets, and then those beget stars. And it's like the Bible, you know. And he gave birth, and they gave birth, and then redshift. We're we're familiar with redshift is not a measure of galactic distance; it's instead measure of galactic age. We just don't understand it. Because they're using math that doesn't actually exist. Well, if you use the flat earther argument, if you don't understand it, then you're right. Yo, look it up, bro. Look it up. Look into it. Look into it. That's what you got to say. And then, you know, oh, special relativity is wrong. General relativity is wrong. Einstein was was just sh shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. You know, the universe, it's not expanding. It doesn't exact. Here's another one that's crazy. Impact craters, like shit on Mars, Venus. But wait, how does that, wait, I, wait, I have to go back to one of the things you said. You said gas giants were birthed by stars. I don't understand why they think that. They don't either. <laughs> but like, how do, like, if they're gas giants, how do they even stay together? Because it's all plasma. Gravity. It's electrical, it's electrical charges that are holding them together, they think. Everything is electric everything it's like everything is connected by invisible electricity and then every once in a while where there's a star you have a spark right and right, i right. guess that spark just keeps sparking for billions of years planets give off birth other planets for, for these things here's a big one though and check this out impact crater push like you see you see on mars and the moon they're not caused by impacts they are caused by electrical discharges. Every fucking impact, when they've shown them hitting, it's not true. Those were fake. It's just an electrical discharge. Comet tails. It's electric. Dust devils on Mars. It's electric. Galaxy formation and dynamics. It's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Exactly. All it is is electric, baby. You just don't understand, John, because you're putting too much math into it, which doesn't exist. That's their thing. The math doesn't exist. And now here is where I'm going to say something about the 
uh, the cratering no, I, and stuff. I, I, I got to disagree. You, you've already said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> the about the the cratering and stuff. Now there is, and and I watched two YouTube videos, so that makes me the expert. Um, on this the, podcast, <laughs> yes, it does. The the second video that they made, which was so much better than the first one, it really kind of like showed the arc, the scars left by arc welding and such, and like really close up images of Valles Marineris on Mars, like looks so much like arc arc welds until they show on an on one of the videos that i was watching where they show an actual impact that leaves the same scars and they can't explain that or they just say it's fake that's that's <laughs> that's where that falls apart is they we have videos of impacts we have seen them happen um and that kind of just falls out the window lots of things can look like things it doesn't mean i mean John looks like well, a grown man. Yeah, I mean, it goes, it goes back to the base premise of, you know, coincidence does not mean causality. Right, I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, no, for real, though, you're right. And it, it, those are some fucking claims, man. I mean, it's out there. And one of the founders, the guy he was talking about, Wallace Thornhill, his, I think you said he was your hero, is that what you said? <laughs> no, yeah. no, I said Dave Talbot's the guy who, oh. who really muddied these waters. Oh, I'm sorry. So Wallace is your hero. Wallace Thornhill <laughs> said in a lecture, here's, here's a quote from a lecture. The story of the cosmos that you see in the media now is virtual reality. So spoiler alert, the electric universe concept does not meet the National Academy of Sciences definition, even of a theory. That's right. I didn't realize this. There's a governing body that decides even if you have a theory or if you're just dumb. And they came out and said, no, because in order to have a theory, you must have a, and here's what it says on their website, comprehensive explanation of some aspect of nature that is supported by a vast body of evidence and can be used to make predictions about natural events or phenomena that have not yet been observed tie that binds in 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 supporting cosmology everything is math it explains everything and literally they use math to predict things gather evidence verify you know disprove and support claims well eu says fuck math and the horse rode in on and in fact remember mr eu himself old wally thornhill well he says mathematics is not physics that's his fucking quote that is why scientists laugh at this shit. Well, that's why Brexit, really. Right. That's why Brexit. Yeah, yes. yes. I mean, it sounds to me like that organization that wouldn't let them be a theory. That's just another name to add to the list of shills, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they need to quit holding these guys back. National Academy of Sciences? <laughs> I think what you're both trying to say is that Boris Johnson is kind of our hero. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and drinking buddy tall <laughs> well what, he drinks the he drinks the shill wine yeah. all day long what really gets me about this theory and actually a lot of different conspiracy theories is how they take different mysteries that science hasn't really 100 percent proven yet and they take that little crack of doubt and they interpret so many different things like i was just talking about uh valles marineris on mars you know and that 
you know, it looks so much that the Thunderbolts project has used that as almost definitive evidence right. that there was this big plasma discharge that created that scarring. Well, that same scarring and that same data has been used by John Brandenburg to prove that there was a nuclear blast on Mars. So it, it's funny how people will take the same data and come up with completely different things with it. Right. The, but uh, isn't it convenient that they find elements of data that they enjoy and use it to prove their point, but they're not willing to look at the whole preponderance of evidence, right? Like, right, 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 right. The, the, the great thing Pick about science is that it, it is forced to take every scientific discovery that, that is either theory or, well, theory, it, it, it questions. And fact, it, it, it still will question if, 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 if there's reason to, and it takes the preponderance of the, the, the totality of human knowledge to to either credit or discredit a, a theory. And yet when you look at something like this, uh, you know, I've got like three examples over here that really make my point for me. The rest of that shit, I don't know. I can't explain it. I didn't get more of that wine. It seems to me as someone who has really dove into a lot of different conspiracies that there's so much similar data because they're almost like religions where you know when someone gets to a point where i don't want to believe that aspect i think that's i suddenly point, have yeah. a completely new new theory and so you have like three or four core concepts that people are questioning but you have 50 different conspiracy theories that are based off of that data. i think that's an important distinction and I, when i was looking into it i found a couple of places i thought it was interesting talking about this I love to quote. Uh, there was a Vice article on it, and you can find the link to it in our in our show notes. But uh, here's a quote: "They don't blind you with science." That is from a guy, Rashid Smith, and he learned electric universe theory from YouTube. That is what they said, <laughs> and it is understandable Hashtag to a capable research. school child because they don't need math; they just tell you it's electric, and that's how it works. And exactly then. Uh, another cat that like Phil Plate, he runs the blog <laughs> Bad Astronomy at Slate, and he said, "Here's a quote: At best, the Electric Universe is a solution in search of a problem. It seeks to explain things we already understand very well through gravity, plasma, and nuclear physics and the like." One hundred percent. That is, I think, the best thing there is. It said it seeks. It, it, it's a solution. In search of a problem. While I agree with Phil Plate's uh, commentary, I disagree with his excessive use of conjunctions. <laughs> <laughs> well, the theory itself, because there's a side of it that we haven't spoke of yet, and I don't know if you were planning on getting into, but it's the symbology and uh, the ancient human records that is also another part of this theory, and it really seems like there are two aspects of research that have been smushed together and then used to prove each other. It's no, like TJ, TJ, that's the part that we believe. Oh. We assumed you did as well. Oh, um, yeah. This so is just ruined this is everything. This is ah. awkward. No, for real. They, a lot of these people, when you look into it, and we're telling you this, we are coming at this from the science side. There's a whole nother side of this. That use electric universe to prove things like mythology and all the new age heady craziness out there. And it's what runs your chakras and things like that. And it is one of those things where they don't need 
math or science, they can just say these things, and it's right. true. Like, for instance, the uh, pr- uh, components of the electric universe is now being used to prove mud fossils, which is a whole other crazy, crazy thing. Nice. I was a roadie for Mud Fossil back in the 60s. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does sound like a great band name. It does. But what we haven't, I mean, we still, what we haven't gotten to the core of, and we're not going to, to actually get there today, it, it's like the basic physics of the universe don't work even with this theory like like right. it just doesn't work like how how do we have nuclear fusion in the sun i know we we don't okay uh how do we weigh what we weigh on earth versus what we weigh on the moon how, <laughs> no you do uh, what, I mean, it's electric like, they just don't have we, the math for it because you don't need it yeah if, you don't need if it we, what has math ever done for you think about this <laughs> if this was all due to electricity Various substances have very we we this has been proven have various electrical charges mm-hmm. and conduct or don't conduct. You know, you stand on rubber versus you stand on metal when a lightning storm is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of those is good and one of those isn't. You would literally weigh something different if you were standing on sand versus on a more conductive or a less conductive surface. Think about these things. Like, like all of this plays into it, and but you're going down. They the don't have answers just, for yeah, any of that. The, the, no, they don't because they say it's not true, and they say what you think of and the understanding that you have is wrong. So you're right. you're putting into things that you don't understand, and you never will because we're not going to go down those roads. They they're not allowed <laughs> to go down the roads that are the true roads, which is the electric universe. The only reason this does not make sense to the three of us is because of the decades of programming and propaganda. And, uh, you know, not to mention all that we base our science on. You know, people in the 1800s thought of that. Come on, Velikovsky, it, he was from the right 1960s. Out of the playbook. It's exactly what you say. You know, if you want to learn about the exciting world of pseudoscience, but flat earth or hollow earth or triangle earth or whatever the fucking flavor <laughs> of the week is too mainstream fucking eu's out there because you know what it can kind of kind of have some fucking thoughts and we're going to explain things and and you know it's just like flat earth light or hollow earth light a little bit even though it's still just as fucking crazy i'm gonna make a call right now if you are if you listen to this program and you're an electric universe believer shoot us a note let us know i'm not saying we're gonna have you on the show we haven't we haven't talked about that. We haven't decided that yet. But at least uh, at least raise your hand. I mean, they probably would have rage quit by now. But. Uh, yeah, and um, I think if you're going to have a round table, you and Joe Peck can handle that one. I'm out on that one. <laughs> but I don't I'm, know. I don't know. Would they have rage quit by now? I mean, honestly, they, they would have rage quit life by now. Like, like <laughs> everywhere you go, it's like I mean, oh, on the physics other hand, again. They might just like the attention. <laughs> It's like, oh, they're still talking about us. You well, hear him? He said electric universe again. <laughs> well, that's the point. And and that's it's like when we the, were on that other right. podcast and that guy was like talking about the Bible and why flat earth is real. And I told him, I go, well, the Bible can tell you whatever you wanted to tell you if you just keep misquoting it like you are. <laughs> you know, and then all right. <laughs> like it's it's like it doesn't matter if you just Move the pieces to where you want them to be. It's easy to play chess, you know. Just but if you believe, play yeah. Fit, seriously, fifty years ago, there were racist segregationists use the using wrongly quoted or misinterpreted quotes from the Bible to prove racism, like prove it as in. It's I can a good prove thing. racism right now. It's called Facebook. 
So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. But but seriously, I mean, like 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 fifty years ago, there were people using the Bible to prove their point as, as like, yeah, we should be racist. Yeah. Of course, we should. So let's go to break. Stick around. Hopefully, don't rage quit on us because after the break, we're going to tell you about how to piss your life. I mean, learn about the exciting world of EU. <laughs> That's next on Hysteria Fifty One. Brent, I gotta give you credit there. You're not that funny. That was funny. Nation, we want pictures of your dogs. That's just a personal request from me, but while you look for a good one, let me tell you about something near and dear to mine, Brent's hearts. Your dog's health. You may have noticed lots of dogs suffering from health issues these days. Joints, odors, it's not good. Actress Katherine Heigl noticed these issues too, and after a ton of research, there was one place she found we can look to support any dog's health. Their food. So she created Superfood Complete, food for your four-legged friend that's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods vital to your dog's health. Her company, Badlands Ranch, also supports the Jason Debus Heigl Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Now, I know Brent has used Superfood Complete with his lovable meatballs, and they absolutely love it. He said it's easy to prepare, both his guys grow crazy for it, and he loves knowing what he's giving them is healthy and full of ingredients that are actually beneficial to his little rapscallions. You can try it for yourself by going to BadlandsRanch.com slash hysteria and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-Ranch.com slash hysteria today. I probably have the most important question that we're going to tackle on this Uh-oh, episode. Me. If this is an electric universe, what impact does that have on xenomorphs? <laughs> well, that's why they can see without eyes that are visible. I mean, it just explains. See, that's all you got to say. They're just like seeing that. the electricity. Yeah. We've been talking about this, and I know we've been making a lot of distinctions or or things or saying, oh, this is like, you know, flat earth and stuff. I think one of the things we should go down in is who believes this stuff. And, you know, who are the the EU or the Electric Universe advocates? Who are they? <laughs> who are these EU advocates? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they call themselves Brexit, EU, EUers and things like that. And so, yeah, er- everywhere you read it, it's EU, EU, EU. And, yeah, it's easily um, EU, EU, EU. <laughs> So they kind of fall into two camps. There's pretty much who is on, on you know, they're, they're, you're on one side of this or the other if you're firmly in the the Thunderbolt project. The first are garden variety physics cranks who are convinced that they have a legitimate revolutionary scientific theory and that the the established science that's out there is either ignoring blatant things you know that are they're they're misplaced faith in these other theories or they're deliberately suppressing them for some greater nefarious purpose think about you know where they talk about like the the grand illusion of the ball earth i hate to do it but i can't get away from flat earth because it's so parallel to this <laughs> well of course they're parallel because it's flat Oh, I see what you did yeah. there. Don't do it again. Oh. Oh, no, don't do it again. <laughs> but they're no. they're either ignorant to or nefarious for a purpose, whatever said purpose is. 
their second group is composed of various other shit sellers who glom onto electric universe theory to prop up their ideas because mainstream physics would blow them apart. And that includes go to town because it's out there like fucking crazy. Like I said, these new age thinkers and the way that, okay, the, the, your third eye and your chakras and this and that, or indigo children or whatever the fucking insert, whatever you want, pick and choose and pick and choose. And it's just a fucking, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And that's who does it. And then they will for a nominal fee, sell you a book or uh insert whatever a pamphlet a now the big thing is uh they have a course <laughs> and you can learn it uh about whatever you want and i guess if you're ready to start a new career in the fast-paced and fun-loving world that is electric universe where do you start we do have a destination that we can send you in a sans covid 19 world that is electric universe conferences they have those so rational wiki god bless that fucking site they had a quote and here's from their site each year the electric universe holds their annual eu conference where a seemingly endless parade of misguided fools take to the stage and discuss mythology homeopathy dipole gravity and other equally absurd nonsense the only common thread is the notion that a conspiracy is afoot to suppress their oddball beliefs the conferences are open to the public provided you cough up the 395 price of admission well that'd be 395 euros because it's the again eu (laughs) i see what yeah so yeah the takeaway kids there is zero scientific proof for any of this and i know you know tj and john especially i i talked a lot about flat earth do you guys see the parallels i mean right off the bat the electric sun bs and all that stuff but does it just feel like it's the same thing regurgitated to you john and then we can talk to you tj about how you feel 100 percent i these are science deniers and i think they come in a lot of flavors in our world um i won't make the obvious parallels to the world that's going on right now but science denying is science denying either you believe in science or you don't doesn't it there's feel no like that's middle become ground. in vogue as of late for the last it, it really of course it has yeah especially when people are tired of staying home oh, yeah. why even before like take out covid before this uh the world has become smaller and it, information is at your fingertips and then people don't understand information and so they just think it's a lie period there's more seats on their train now is all i'm saying well, no, absolutely. Uh, like absolutely yeah I, I agree with you the the science deniers were strong and uh and already doing their thing well before covid yeah, yeah. but they've gotten they've gotten a larger and more amplified voice since covid and the reality is that they they all harbor or, I'm sorry, they all bear a similarity, and that is that they use facts to their advantage and they dismiss facts when they are to their disadvantage. Yeah. And the reality is that you cannot approach things scientifically. Listen, I've never proclaimed to be a scientist on this pot. Well, maybe once or twice. Um, but, but generally speaking, if I'm sober, I am not proclaiming to be a scientist on this podcast. And, and, and the reality and, and the reason for that is because I'm not. And uh, I, I just try to read everything I can and and, and then, you know, s- give out my bullshit on this podcast. But the reality is whether whether I think I'm right or not. Science doesn't change. 
Right. And no matter what you say and no matter what you do and no matter how much you disagree or want it to be wrong, it doesn't change. Let me throw in one thing. The beauty of science is that it is willing to change if you can prove it with observable right. and repeatable things. That's why sure. they use peer-reviewed articles. There has never been a peer-reviewed article that has stood up for anything that is Electric Universe. There is Great the, point, Brad. There is the distinction. Science can change, but it's because the 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 factors behind it don't change, which is truth and math and research and and the the building blocks you're 100 percent right and i did I, I said it wrong i didn't mean i didn't mean that science doesn't change no, I, I meant know. i was that. just expanding on that because you're you're, you're but you're 100 right like it changes all the time and it changes be, for 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 good reason because people do the work to change it to progress it to evolve it and this isn't work to progress or change or to evolve this is work to dispute with no alternative option other than, you know, electric. Right. And it's nothing that you can just prove because none of us are going to be able to go to the sun and be like, oh, snap, it is a nuclear reactor and not a big light bulb. You know, none of us are going to be able to do that. So we can just stay down here and argue about wrong. it and sell some books. <laughs> well, the big th- but that's the thing, though, TJ, we can prove it. There are so many different tests yeah. we can do that do prove these uh, things. Not if I don't accept that proof. That's the distinction, and I'm glad you said that. That is the tie that binds. If I don't believe it, not me, the proverbial, uh, those people, then it's not real. Well, sort of you. Well, Brian, I think the reason that Flat Earth keeps coming up to you, and this is actually just a realization that I made, it seems that this EU is actually a great progression of flat earth because flat earth flat earth is a science denial i'm not disagreeing with that john but flat earth picks and chooses which science to deny you know it it you still have people making videos to prove flat earth because they still believe in the math and the angles and everything it's just that the whole space thing you know that's all fake but here with this electric universe we can just change all of science we don't have to conform our theory to what science is because there is no science or science has been changed you know so it seems like it's a progression it's the next step instead of picking and choosing just create new science well i implore our listeners to go to our website and go to the show notes and we have our sources and just have some fun because some of these are out there and I even I'm going to put the the Thunderbolts forum on there now sadly 2020 hasn't been an active year on the Thunderbolts forum but 2019 (laughs) was pretty good and also a beginner's view to our electric universe it's a book by Tom Finley it's available for free in PDF form and I'll have a link to that and you can read a lot of it and understand how hard it is to kind of take this whole concept in (laughs) push it into an hour to try to teach you guys because it's out there and we didn't touch on a lot of it but uh have some fun with this one and uh have some fun at your thanksgiving dinner with this one <laughs> <laughs> your socially distanced zoom yes, thanksgiving yes. dinner is isn't it funny uh is it well i th- well i don't know if it's funny it's interesting you mentioned 2020 hasn't been a particularly active year for them it also hasn't been a particularly active year for like worldwide skirmishes like wars it's interesting the things that like get passed to the side 
during the pandemic, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 that, that's not. I'm. That's just an observation. It is not. I a, don't know uh, why. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's it's part of the human condition. I'm sure for one reason or another. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. It's just like okay, we got bigger fish to fry here. We we might hate these people next to us, but but don't got a cough on to worry me. About. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, gang, those are our uh, disjointed and rambling thoughts on a disjointed and rambling topic that is the Electric Universe. And like I said, you can go out, you can go to the Thunderbolts Project, you can look it up on, if you go to our website, you can find all sorts of things. And if you want to discuss it and want to tell us that we're wrong because you were a big uh, proponent of it, how can they do that, John? Go to Hysteria Nation. It is our Facebook discussion group. Just hop on Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Yeah, and Hysteria Nation is brought to you by Shillwine. It tastes better <laughs> under a bridge than it does out in the open. Shillwine. Gotta love that top shelf Shillwine. <laughs> what was the flavor that we're drinking tonight? Blah. Also, Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That is our Facebook page. You can find us on there. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. You can find extra episodes and up all nights. And uh, we're starting a new Mad Blurry Hysteria. Chris Cogswell, the mad scientist, David Flora of Blurry Photos and I are going to do every two weeks. We're going to have a little rambling on weird news in the world we're going to have on there. So that's going to be a fun one. And you can tweet to us at Hysteria51Pod. That's your homework for the week. Go to Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a tweet. Let's get that active going. Uh, I'd love to have that. And then uh, also hop on our website gofopedia.com or hysteria51.com g-o-f-o-p-e-d-i-a.com hysteria51.com tell a friend and then tell your friend that you found a new podcast that you love pick me podcast tj thank you so much for thank you for having me it was fun thanks for being an active uh you know you you brought this in it was a fun one to talk about and uh and you weren't one of the uh, the guys that's like, it's all true. So thank God for being that. <laughs> well, I'm still disappointed that I haven't gotten any cheese muffins. He likes them. He never said he made them. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I also don't advise anyone to eat anything that either of them give you. That's just common sense. So, well, he and you're speaking from experience. Yeah, well, I am lighter now. I <laughs> they did make me trimmer because you know they cut out part of my body, so that's fun. It's <laughs> a one way to lose weight. <laughs> Getting done a flying weight. So again, thank you so much for that. That has been our thoughts. Like I said, if you can give us a follow on Twitter, rate the show, go to our show notes, and you can find links to TJ's show. And TJ, where uh, where do they find you on the web? What's your uh, where well, are your Twitters? Uh, my Twitter is at PickMePod, or they could email me. I have one of those. So those are our thoughts on the Electric Universe. With that said, I've been Brent. I am still TJ. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.